Sorry, you're going to start. I'll start because I'm going to do a dumb thing in the beginning. <laughs> Every time? Is that our thing? It's my thing. Okay. It's dumb. <laughs> do you listen to the... When I send you the files, do you listen all the way to the end? Yeah. After, okay. <laughs> when I have our behind-the-scenes stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you're stupid. It's funny. No, it's good. All right, so... Hello, and welcome to Face Checkers, the podcast where we talk about Terror's House, the hot Netflix <laughs> reality show that's invading the nation. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. That's uh, what we do. No, actually, we, <laughs> we talk about alien movies and alien adjacent things. And general dumb stuff. General dumb stuff? Yes. And life. Uh, yeah, life. That's life. <laughs> That's a room quote. Oh. So, how was your day, Carlos? My day was okay. It was busy. Uh, I actually did stuff at work. Um, I actually work today. Usually I don't. <laughs> and I'm doing... I felt like a designer today. It was, oh, was kind of great. That's nice. Yeah. It wasn't just like throwing stuff onto the layout and just seeing it fly. What did you... Do you like design stuff today? Yeah, kind of. For a new issue of the magazine and... Like draw, like graphic design stuff. Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. How fun. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Uh, I feel like uh, my not my boss. Well, he's he's the publisher. Uh-huh. I feel like he he doesn't like what I'm doing. So I'm like mm. I'm like I'm just waiting to get fired. You'll be fine. I guess. It's all in your head. It is all. Well, I don't. You're I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I, I some of it's in my head, but I feel like some of it isn't. But you know. Whatever. <laughs> Give me more money or let me work more hours and I will make a beautiful thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, like, kind of part-timey. Mm-hmm. So, anything else going on? Oh, today's Valentine's Day when we're recording. Oh, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, Happy guys. Happy Valentine's Day. It's such a great day. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> even, even when I had a girlfriend, I hated Valentine's no, Day. No, yeah. It's pretty ridiculous it's the worst it's like anyway when i <laughs> i just it's it's mandatory like gifts so when i used to work at the spa um we would have these packages uh-huh. of like uh you know retreats or whatever uh-huh. and then so the husband would come up or more like and he like hey uh i need to get my wife this is my man voice by the way hey uh i need to get my wife something what do you think she'd like my answer would be like, I don't know. I don't know your wife. Would you say that? <laughs> Kinda, yeah. I was like, well, I don't know. It depends on what she would like. I don't, I don't, like, I would basically be like, I don't, I don't know. Like, what the fuck? You, you know You her. know, yeah. <laughs> or, or you should. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I don't, you, man, oh, man. <laughs> so welcome to our anti-man podcast. <laughs> By the way, Carlos is a man. <laughs> <laughs> Technically. <laughs> As it says in all my social media presence, <laughs> professional teenage girl. And he does like women, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, thanks. I, apparently that's very confusing to a lot of people. I've heard from multiple sources. Whatever. I don't care. Figure but it out. He totes likes the whims. <laughs> the whims. Mm-hmm. I love the whims of the women. Is that what they're calling it these days? The whims? No, I just... 
I just talk shit. Okay. I know. Mandy, what have you done today? Let's see. I worked and um, had a bunch of annoying customers, like usual, and um, that's about it. I got flowers, roses, and that was nice, and came home and hung out with my dogs. The end. That's who you hear in the background most of the time. Yeah, sorry. My dog is an asshole. I try to edit it out, (laughs) but sometimes it just gets right there when we're talking, so. He's super needy. Sorry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day, dog. (laughs) He's the worst, but I still love him. (laughs) Sometimes. Mm, He's fine. Um, I like animals in general. No, you don't. I I do like animals. I just don't own any. He doesn't like to get attached to animals. Because they're going to die. Also, you have a dog. I don't have a dog. Your parents have a dog. They have a dog, and he's not my dog. It's your brother. (laughs) I wish. Oh, uh, we'll be throwing out mini-sodes, or tiny-sodes. We are calling them Mm mini-abductions. So they aren't weekly, but they'll pop up every now and then. Like, if there's a cool movie we want to see, we'll do a little quick review on it. Yeah. Or if we just feel like talking about something. Yeah, like, we have a topic coming up after this, and... Yeah, we'll talk so, about it. Look out for the little mini episodes, mini abductions. Mm-hmm. What are they called? Mini abductions? Yeah. Small abductions. Mini abductions. Mini abductions. <laughs> okay. Mini abductions. Okay. Um, I think that's it because we're straining our words. <laughs> we're, we're, we're lengthening. Do you want to talk about Terrace House a little bit? Yeah. Okay, so if you haven't seen Terrace House, it is basically a Japanese real world. So, you know, six strangers live in a house, three girls, three guys, and... (laughs) You just watch their daily lives? It's cool because it's seeing another culture and how they interact. It's totally different from America, and they're so polite. So polite. And it's kind of boring. Not a lot of drama. It's entertaining, but they find weird drama in the, like, most mundane activities. Yeah, like... Small things mean big deals. Yeah. And to where here it would be like, who cares? Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Like, whatever. And But over there, it's like, it's like this big... Like, offense or something. Yeah, it's, it, it's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. So it's super interesting. And and so it, it follows these characters. They can leave the house whenever... Or not characters, but actual people. And they can leave the house whenever they feel like they're done or they don't want to be there anymore. Um... All the personalities are pretty mellow. And then, so what's great about it is it has a, a, a panel hosts. Like, so there's six, like, different Japanese, like, kind of celebrities. Some comedians, a movie star, a voice actress, a boy prince. Uh, <laughs> uh, I stole that from a podcast about Terrace House. Oh, my God. You listen to it? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's kind of good. I kind of like it. The commentators are hilarious, and I guess they help you, like, navigate what's going on, or what do you think? Yeah, they, like, give you insight into, like... The Japanese culture, like... Of, like, what they did wrong, or why they're being... Why they're acting in a certain way, or, like... So, like, holding hands in Japan is, like, a big deal. That's basically, like, going around, or going out. You might as well be making out on a bench or something. Yeah, it's like, like, (laughs) you don't do that just casually. It's, like, a big deal. Yeah. And I was just, what? They're holding hands. Who cares? And they're like, oh my god! Yeah. It's pretty interesting just to see another culture and how they work um, with, you know people our age or young people and 
and how relationships work there because it's just completely different from America and all our fucking drama. Yeah. <laughs> like, like there's no there's no like puck. There's no like people like just overreacting and being big crazy personalities. It's, not, it's no yelling and and fighting or just being dicks to people. Yeah. Is you always have to be polite. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing is like maybe looking at somebody kind of mean like that's yeah. like the biggest or eating someone's meat from, from the <laughs> refrigerator you know meat crimes are a big deal down there yeah like but either even even if you're mad at somebody you're like still polite and you're just like it's super passive yeah passive aggressive. super passive aggressive mm-hmm. it's kind of great and so it's like you're 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 reading into the silence you're reading into the like subtle like Language. The way they, the body movement, just everything. Yeah, like, they phrase things where it's like, I think uh, someone was saying it's basically like, oh, don't you think you'll be you'll be cold in that? Is basically saying, like, that's a little bit slutty, but without saying that. Right. There's always an underlying subtext to what they're saying. Yeah. So, like, well, not always, but a lot of the times. If, yeah. If they're being passive aggressive or whatever. Um, but, yeah, it's. It's interesting. It's you, great. You should watch it. There's, I think there's a lot of episodes, but I, I ran through it pretty quickly. In a lot of ways, I wish America could be that. Yeah. But then again, I'm like, it seems so passionless and kind of boring that I don't know that I would do well. Like I said, I would end up on the streets and running with the yakuza or wow. something <laughs> because i need you know excitement like yeah. stuff going on it's too much it, yeah which i'm sure you could get in tokyo or something but just the way but, the house is i think they're also a little bit more reserved because they're on tv yeah and i think that they they don't film a lot so i think people could be like know. out banging in the back and you have no idea yeah. because they're respectful and not going to be in their faces 24 7 like in america where the yeah. real world is going to record every little second yeah. of you going into the bathroom and being half naked you mm-hmm. know like that they don't they don't do that yeah i mean that's how you get viewers is like oh they're in their bra and panties let's yeah. go watch yeah so it's completely different it's but pretty great. It's pretty interesting, and you should watch it. Um, there's two different series currently on Netflix. Um, there's Boys and Girls in the City, which is the first one, which is better is the best one that we have that that we have. And it starts super slow, so like the first couple episodes, you're gonna be like, "This is so freaking boring," but then you just get a, addicted to it. Like you you want to know more about the character or yeah. the character, the the people. people. You you get attached to them. Yeah, like you, you have your favorites and you have people that you hate. And you're and you just want to see where it goes. And you, you're rooting for your person. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's kind of weird. It's kind of great. So there's that one. There's a uh, Loha State, which is set in Hawaii, which is it's a little n- bit more Americanized. But it's not as. <laughs> but it's still some Japanese people. But I mean, it's in in Japanese. But a lot of them are half Japanese, so they have a different vibe. vibe. They're all like pretty relaxed because they're in Hawaii. Yeah. And then there's a new one coming out this spring of 2018 going back to Japan and I'm pumped for that. I'm excited. Is it going to be it's going to be on Netflix? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. It's, it's, so I'm hope, I want Netflix to like air the, the... All of them. I want to see the past ones. Well, I, no, there's, there's only one season, but so 
in the beginning of this season, they're like, oh, this is great. So we have a stopping point. The reason they say that is because the first one, they didn't know when they were going to stop. That went on for 92 episodes. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. It's a lot. But That's I'm just like, yes, give me 92 <laughs> episodes of this TV show. So, yeah. So they, they didn't know when they were stopping. That's why they're just like, oh, we have a stopping point this time. Yeah. Um, and they say that, and then they're like, oh, we're extending it for four more weeks. <laughs> so it's kind of cool. And there's a lot of extensions, and so the episode, yeah. like, it's like never-ending episodes. Yeah. I binge-watched most of it, and I'm on Aloha State right now, so yeah. don't tell me the ending, Carlos. I, I won't. They, <laughs> some shit goes down. Oh, shit, really? Kind of. Oh, wow. Not really, I but... I can't imagine. Well, for them. For them, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. I was just like, whoa, am I watching this? But yeah, you should check it out. Um, it's pretty great. And yeah. Anyway. Okay, we're going to go watch Sphere now. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you later. Okay, bye. Sphere you around. <laughs> Stupid. Uh. We are back. Some of us are more drunk than others. As in, Carlos is more drunk than I. I am. I've had five <laughs> beers. I am on my sixth. Oh my god. I've only had a few glasses of wine, but um, I haven't really eaten, so I'm a little tipsy. I haven't eaten since lunch, and I ate a vegetarian wrap, so... There. And it's 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Fun stuff. <sighs> All right. what, what we do for you, the fans, <laughs> all two of you that we know in person. <laughs> so, sad. so sad. Okay, so we just got back from watching Sphere. The Sphere. What'd you think of the movie? Uh, well, it's from 1998. Um, did we do a synopsis? We did. <laughs> <laughs> it stars Dustin Hoffman. We already said all this. And he is so boring in this movie. Why do you say he's boring? You just don't like him as a person? You know what? I was thinking, because I kept watching him, and he's not a bad actor. He's just, he doesn't fit this movie, I feel like. Like... I just kept thinking Rain Man. Yeah, I, well, I've been I've been dying to do the whole Rain Man impersonation <laughs> with the Sphere dialogue, but it was like def, def, definitely 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 a Sphere, yeah, definitely a Sphere round, yeah. Stop it! <laughs> You're sucking my will to live. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, I'm so drunk right now. I apologize, but the name of this podcast is Face. Chuggers. So I've been I've been doing the second half of that, and I apologize. But anyway, uh, Dustin Hoffman is weird and mumbly, and I don't think he fits this movie very well. He's too drama. I guess like he's not he's like kind of dull, kind of a dull actor. I I've like the whole time during this movie, I was like, who would be a better fit in this role? He wasn't like terrible. I just felt he was like kind of boring. Yeah. Like his 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 whole acting thing of like kind of stuttering. Like you, well, I what think do you, you would have liked Jeff Goldblum in this. Oh, <laughs> I would like Jeff Goldblum in everything, including me. Into <laughs> <And> but. <laughs> nah, it's cool. But anyway, no. But I, I don't know. Like I feel Jeff Goldblum would be too over the top. Like you need someone in between Goldblum and Dustin Hoffman. 
I don't know who that is. I really... We could fan cast all okay. day. Okay, he so... Was fu- he was okay. It just... Dustin Hoffman played a psychologist. Yes. Liam Shriver played an astrophysicist. Correct. Sharon Stone was the biochemist. Mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson was a mathematician. Yep. And who am I missing? The wolf guy. No, Coyote. Coyote is... He was a government goon. A government, yeah, guy. And then you got Queen Latifah and then this uh, Hispanic, maybe... They were just like the, the, the tech people on, yeah. the, on the aircraft um, I or did, on the spacecraft. Yeah. I thought this movie was pretty, like, progressive in for that... its time? Yeah, for 1998, um, it had two women of color as, like, those people, like, right. the, the people running the, the submarine station. Yeah. And I kind of was thinking the same. Like, it was a good, like, move on their part. They're cool. Like, yeah. It, it, was, it was a good cast. Like, I feel like maybe two, Hoffman, two, three. He's not terrible. <laughs> I just found him kind of boring. Okay. Like, I feel like two, three years earlier, maybe you just got two white guys, like Barry Pepper or whoever. Yeah. And, yeah. It, it was a good move on the, on the movie's part. Yeah. Lots of... Cool peeps. Um, so basically, they are going down to this spacecraft, and they have no idea what exactly is going on. They just know that it a spacecraft crashed into the ocean 300 years ago, and they are trying to figure out like what's going on with it, right? Yeah. Or, or mm-hmm. basically why it's there, why it's, a, it's been there that long, why are we barely finding it? And so on and so on. Yes. So. Uh, the movie starts off with cool, like, 90s credits with cool typography. And then it just, like, uh, apparently Huey Lewis was the helicopter pilot. Oh, that was him. Yeah, yeah okay. that was him. This this is one of those movies. So, let me, let me, I feel like this movie is trying to be three different movies all together. This movie is trying to be 2001 A Space Odyssey, mm-hmm. Alien, okay. and The Thing. Okay. All rolled into one. I've never seen The Thing. Really? I Ooh, we have to do that so. one. That's Okay. It's got Kurt Russell, and okay. he has a beard. Cool. <laughs> it, it's really good. Okay. But yeah, it's trying to be those three movies, and it almost makes it. It almost hits it, like I feel like. Everyone else is great. Just the, the Dustin Hoffman thing really kind of threw me off. Threw you off. It was too boring. He was too boring in that role. I think I get it because it, it, it seemed a little bit like his acting is very one tone. It's like mannered. It's, he's not. He doesn't show a lot of emotion. Or, but I feel like that kind of worked for the character too. Like I'm not even like mad at Dustin Hoffman or anything. I just. It's a weird thing that doesn't... I feel like it might just be me. No, I get I get it. Like, I feel like everyone else is, like, bringing it. Like, Samuel Jackson is pretty good. Yeah, he's like, pretty awesome. I mean, he's always great, uh-huh. but he, this is, like, kind of mid-early's Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Post, post uh, Pulp Fiction. So, you know, he's he's been getting good stuff. Yeah. And Sharon Stone is good. She does a good job in that movie. Yeah. show. Like... But I just feel Dustin Hoffman is not there, and I don't know if that's me, or just him, or... I think it's just his acting is weird. Yeah. But, okay, so... When they're going into... Oh, and it's got oh. Lieb Schreiber, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, Lieb Schreiber. You have young, baby-faced Lieb Schreiber. Yeah, who plays the astrophysicist. Yes, yes, yes. 
just... So when they first start take or okay, so basically they take Dustin Hoffman down and he's like, Where are we going? <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. And they get down there and they he finally figures out what's going on. Like there's yeah. obviously an a I, spacecraft. I, yeah. I wrote in my notes, he's kind of dumb in the first part of this movie. Dustin Hoffman? Yeah. Like, I get that the government's hiding stuff from him. Uh-huh. He's like, what, what, what's going... Like, you know, like, if some government agency took me and, like, they are like, oh, I can't tell you. He's like, oh, I get it. Like, there's a classified thing. Uh, all right, He fine. just keeps asking too many questions. He's like, what's and... going on? What's going on? Yeah. What's go-? He asks, like, what's going on, like, five times. Yeah. And, then, oh, and then when he when he gets there, he says, oh, boy. And I'm like, <laughs> really? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Def- de- definitely, oh, boy. <laughs> So, so they all meet up, him and all the brainiacs, and they're like figuring out what's going to happen. They're going to go down into deep space and um, see Uh, this spacecraft. Then the reason all these brainiacs are there is because apparently in the Bush administration, now this is 1998, while the Clinton administration was in... In uh, in favor, I guess you could say. So it's the uh, George H. W. Bush administration. The old so Bush. yeah. So he just like they. I guess they asked him to figure out what would we need for like in case aliens came to Earth. And, and he's he, the one who put together this. And he kind of half-assed it. Like he really half-assed it. Like he's like, oh, I guess this person and this person, and then he's like, oh, and I read Isaac Asimov, you know, right, uh, science fiction writer, and the guy uh, Rod Sterling, the guy that created the, the Twilight Zone. <laughs> so he's like, uh, yeah, I kind of made it up. They gave me thirty five thousand dollars. Why wouldn't I just take <laughs> their money? And it's like, dude, really? So that's why all these people are there because he's like, fuck it, I'll he, just. Fuck he basically off. made up this super team of smart people, and. To talk to aliens if they were come, and it's happening. So yeah. he's like, "Well, shit, I didn't know what's gonna happen." Mm-hmm. Okay, so when they're starting to go down into deep space, I'm just that scares me more than outer space. I was yeah, I was gonna say that because there's more things that can kill you in the water. Yeah, like I'd rather be in outer space and like just explode out in the <laughs> air, like yep. than be attacked by God knows what yeah. down in, some, deep, in some deep water. Fish with like neon, like fucking underwater is so fascinating. Yeah, because like, we don't know what's down there, and it's on our planet. Yeah, and, and that is. Scarier. There's like that's so alien. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Jose to make that into some sort of theme. God, I hope that came out clean. But yeah, it's just so weird and like there's these weird creatures with like uh luminescence and like they all kinda glow because it's so dark down there. Yeah, it's so cool. And they're so pressurized. I mean, like, I think it's cool. I oh, think it's I love cool, it. But I, do I wanna be down there with them? No. No. no, I barely want to be up here with other humans. <laughs> yeah, like I just find the idea of being in space more appealing than being underwater. Yeah, it's more romantic. No, I feel like I the stars are just kind of like yeah, yeah, and, and you can see what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, I I don't want to be blinded by darkness in the deep. deep blinded sea. by darkness, man. That's our new album. <laughs> Check it out, iTunes. <laughs> 
Uh, our name is, uh, oh, what's that fucking religious band? Jesus Rock? No. What? That band from the 90s. Uh, oh, uh, Jesus Talk? P.O.D.? No, what is it? Oh, something Something Talk. Jesus Jars Talk? Jars of Clay? No, not Jars of Clay. <laughs> Fuck. I freak, maybe, uh. Anyway, sorry for the tangent, but yeah. That's our <laughs> new religious album. Coming out soon. Okay. Uh, so they suck helium or something? I guess is it's is it getting them ready for to be for depressurized? Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of weird science stuff in this, yeah. and we're no scientists, <laughs> but it kind of it it makes movie logic. Yeah. So there's a whole scene of them just kind of talking with helium voices, <laughs> which is a cheap joke, but it kind of lands. It's it, It's pretty funny because a lot of these jokes don't really land. Like some of their funny comments or sarcasm comments. Aren't yeah, really funny. It wasn't that that great. No, they they needed to bring in a writer or a comedian to like do some rewrites and punch mm-hmm. it up a bit. And I'm trying to remember, like, because I watched this obviously when I was young, er, and er. I'm trying to think of why I liked this movie so much. Because I mean, I do like the concept of it, but I guess it was still like. I wonder if it's because of the time. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was just a good... It was a good... It was like a big movie when it came out. also, I feel like this is a good, like, theater movie. Yeah, because... Like, we watch it at at Mandy's house with the TV, and then, you know, pee breaks, drink breaks, dog breaks. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel like that kind of... And, oh, and I had, like, a family emergency, too, so I had to, like, stop and come back. And it takes you out of it. I yeah, guess. but I feel like this is one of those movies where it's like, if you saw it in theater and you're kind of in that isolation tank of like the black theater and surround sound and the screen, like I feel like maybe it would have hit better for me. Yeah, it, it's a good, it, I think I, I don't know if I saw it in the theater a long time ago, but I'm assuming I did because, I don't know, I, I remember just really liking it. So, and now that I watch it now, I'm like, meh. So, yeah, so, uh, I, so I took that, that family emergency break, <laughs> and in the in the first half, I was just kind of like, whatever, 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 like, it was really kind of annoying, not annoying, dragging. but just, it was dragging. But then when I came back from that, like, I think we had, uh, like, 50, an hour left, and I was like, holy shit, this movie is, like, two and a half hours long. Yeah, super long. Uh, but when I came back, it was more fascinating, too. Like, I feel like that last half is, is, is better than the it's, first yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That, that setup took way too long. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of classical music or weird kind of music choices in this. Mm -hmm. So I feel that, like, that's another, like, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey thing. Mm -hmm. It, some of it works, some of it doesn't. The music is so, like, I was really noticing the music in this one. It's because it's, like, they're, they're, like, smart people and we're playing super classical smart people music or I feel like some of it was like pre I I think I recognized a song like as a classical piece of Uh music and and then they had like their own score which a lot of it did not land for me honestly like I don't like it was just weird like scoring and I I didn't really yeah dig it but it was the music was kind of weird for me throughout It, it hits and misses like really so I don't know the other thing that bugged me was, like, some of their amazement wasn't good acting to me. 
their amazement. Like when they're going down and they're just like, like oh my oh, god. Look at that. Like they weren't so like. So cool. They yeah, were just kind of like Xanaxed out and just kind of yeah, boring. Yeah, like if it were us, we'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, oh like my god, we'd be look at freaking that. the yeah. fuck out. Like, like these are normal people. They're not used to any of this. Yeah, they're civilians. Yeah, and they're just like, like Sharon, I put in quotes Sharon Stone and said, oh my god. But I didn't believe it. Yeah, it was it was just it was just kind of monotone. Yeah, like yeah. not not believable. Yeah, yeah kind of lame. So there's a spaceship underwater, um, and then they go into it, and then they do this weird airlock thing. And I have in my notes, airlocks are fascinating. Like I just kind of love airlocks in general as a weird mechanical thing. I was gonna ask you, do you think that? So it's it's a thing in real life. Airlocks are real. Because they um, use them for outer space. For outer space. And I assume underwater, too. Cause... Yeah. Do you think that we're that high tech? For airlocks? For our government. For our um, army personnel or, you know, military yeah, personnel. Yeah, I, I, think, I think we have a lot of... I think the government has a lot of high tech stuff that we don't Do I have see. no idea about. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not a crazy conspiracy guy, but like they have to have better technology than what we have. Yeah, like people complain that we don't have flying cars, but it's like I don't, I don't we trust ro- people we with regular rockets. cars. We do have rockets and yeah, planes. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't trust fucking Joe Schmo driving one of those. Yeah, true. We'd like, all be dead. Yeah. Like, so many deaths. Like, imagine how many people crashing at, at over our houses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's ridiculous. Like, you know, even... No matter how good the technology is, our fucking stupid brains... Can't keep up. Can't 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 handle the, the awesomeness yeah. of, like, cool tech. I'm mean, as cool it would, as it would be, we have too many dumb people. Imagine yeah. being drunk flying your car. Yeah. I know. <laughs> No. Like, that's that's terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, my next thing in my notes is, do actors like spacesuits? What do you mean? Like, so these actors had to be in these spacesuits yeah. a lot. Alien has spacesuits. A lot of, like, outer, fa- out, outer space sci-fi movies have spacesuits. Do you feel like they're, like, super heavy? I I don't know. Because, I mean, they're just designed. It's not like they need to really work. Right. But it's like, do you think they like get into character with these spacesuits? I feel like that helps. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I think so too. I think it's kind of cool. Like that's a, that's a prop I would want to keep as a sci-fi nerd. Yeah, it is pretty cool looking. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, cool, and you know, and I like that you know, the water is basically outer space because it's just as dangerous. Yeah. Or more so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they get onto the spaceship, and the first thing they do, um, that, that Peter Coyote guy, is it Peter Coyote? I think that's Peter Coyote. Yeah, so he's, he's the badass government guy. So it's, it's him, Sharon Stone, uh, I was gonna say Jeff Goldblum, you got that in my head. (laughs) Samuel Jackson and Dustin Hoffman, and then he's like, hey, let's split up. And we're like, why the fuck are you splitting up? That's a terrible idea. But they only had 30 minutes to... Explore this giant spaceship, yeah. which is a foot. Oh, I wrote it down. I think they said a football field long, so that's pretty gigantic. Yeah. And so they come across um, uh, something inside this spacecraft that says "trash basura." Yeah, <laughs> aliens are bilingual, y'all. Who knew? <laughs> aliens are from the rasa. <laughs> We're like, 
so obviously there is there, Americans on there. there there's people. There's there there's some people. sort of life form that speaks English. Yeah. So that was interesting. Um, as always, we get into spoilers on these unless we say otherwise, unless it's a super new movie. So, <laughs> but in this one, it's like, is it even an alien? Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, so. I mean, it's on all the alien movie lists. Yeah. So I guess it technically technically is, but it's basically it's a time travel movie. It's yeah, it's almost like a time travel movie, but I don't know. Well, we'll get into it later. Okay. Yeah, but so yeah, so it's uh, it's kind of weird. It's kind of hard to explain um, because. There's a, I guess, what is it, a the, computer that says, has a bunch of dates on it, and the the date that they're in there, it says unknown, what did it say? Uh, unknown event. Unknown event. But it, it's just a random thing. It doesn't even have their date. It's right. Just, it's just black, blanked out, yeah. basically. Um, yeah. So there's some cool graphics that happen, and then uh, they, they, they meet the titular sphere. And let me tell you, if you're drinking during this movie, take a drink every time they say the word sphere. They (laughs) They say say it a lot. So many times. (laughs) You'll get a pretty good buzz, I feel like. I got a pretty good buzz. So you'll get a pretty good buzz. And we weren't even doing a drinking game. Nope. (laughs) That's just huge Carlos. Yep. Oh, so this movie is based off either a novel or a story idea by Michael Crichton. The writer of Jurassic Park, whose shirt I'm wearing right now, <laughs> in a weird coincidence. <laughs> and so this movie has a big storm coming their way, like to to deactivate all the other stuff up up above the water. You remember that? No. Yeah, there's a big storm coming, and that's why like all the other ships had to leave or whatever. Oh. So that's okay. why they're isolated right, down right. there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is this just a big trope of Michael Crichton, like? <laughs> Like oh a giant storm It's like oh this is gonna happen a giant storm is gonna come so no one can save them yeah it was like oh Jurassic Park and this movie <laughs> what else you got Michael Crichton come on leaving come on uh, Mike uh, Samuel Jackson says we're all gonna die down here well okay first of all first of all wait does he say that before he looks into the sphere uh. I can't remember. No, they look into it, okay. but he doesn't get sucked into it. They yet. don't... I think once the sphere... When they first see the sphere, they notice, or Dustin Hoffman notices, that it only reflects everything else except the people. And he's like, why doesn't it see us? Which is a weird thing. But then, later when Samuel L. Jackson is alone, it sees him. And so... And then he disappears, right? Yeah. So basically, well, he got sucked into the sphere. He disappears off the uh, the visual screen that right that, uh, the coyote guy, which means he's in the sphere. Yeah, and then he's back on, and we're back, <laughs> back on ground, I guess. And yeah. then, so after that is when everything starts going awry. Mm-hmm. And and so they're kind of. Batting down the hatches, I guess is the saying. Um, they're just kind of getting ready for whatever. They 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 are on backup power because all the other all their other power like kind of left because of the storm. Mm-hmm. And Peter Coyote says, "Get your five day deodorant pads <laughs> to Queen Latifah." 
And I don't know, is that a thing? I guess. What are five-day deodorant pads? <laughs> I've never heard of this Maybe ever. It's something in the future. Maybe military people know about it. I guess I mean it's a military thing. Maybe. Okay, um, so Queen Latifah has to go out and um, do something in the water. Do something in the water, and she's in her gear, but she starts getting attacked by a bunch of jellyfish. Too many jellyfish, y'all! And they notice that Samuel L. Jackson is sleeping, and mm-hmm. he will not wake up while she's getting attacked. So. You kind of get the... you. I guess you kind of start realizing what's going on, don't you? Or did you not? I didn't yet. I was just like, what is... Like, it's all so, like... Subtle? Not subtle. It's not subtle at all. <laughs> it's just kind of uh, di- disjointed a little bit. Yeah. It's like, like, jellyfish are creatures of the sea. So I'm not like... It's not a weird thing, so it's like, oh, well, there's maybe just a bunch of jellyfish or whatever. Yeah. But it's nothing, like, You're super... You're not putting two and two together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess um, I was, because I had already seen yeah, it, yeah. but... So it was just kind of weird. It was a pretty good jellyfish attack. Yeah. Poor Queen Latifah. She didn't have a very big role in this. It went by pretty fast. But I feel like it was pretty... Uh, this is one of those movies that has, like, a pretty good set of, like, ten people in the cast, which I kind of like. Like, you know, it's, like, super, like, isolated and, you know, a lot of space movies have but that. But people die off fast. They die off, Yeah. Well, no, I feel like this is a pretty good pace. Is it? Leah Shiver dies pretty fast, too. kind of deserves it, right? <laughs> Why? Because he's the annoying one. Oh, yeah, I guess he was supposed to be the annoying yeah. one. Yeah. He didn't annoy me that much, though. Uh, well, because he's Leave Schreiber. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, yes, act. Act at me, Leave Schreiber. You're, you're doing he's excellent. Great. Yeah, he's great. He, he's another high point of the movie. Um, and then, so so then we find out uh, they kind of... Samuel Jackson's mathematician decodes the numbers that they've been getting. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I guess after the sphere, there's, the computer starts... Yeah, sending them codes, and they're like, "What is this?" And he and Samuel Jackson figures it out real fast. Yeah. Like, this is a code, and they start decoding it, and it's basically talking to talking to them, and it's like, "Hello, I'm Jerry." Yeah. So our alien's name is Jerry. Yeah, and it's like, okay, all right, boring. <laughs> but, it's like, can you get a better name? <laughs> so, what would your alien name be, Carlos? Uh, Zlipzorp. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> it's not that funny, guys. It's... Okay. <laughs> so, then, um, what happens? Uh, the other person, the Hispanic lady mm-hmm. that's down there, ends up dead in the water. How did she die again? I don't... Do we even see? Is that the one that was attacked by something, but they don't know what? Yeah, they don't... Her, her body was pulverized, is what Oh, yes. She's just in the water. Um, and this is where my <laughs> Mandy had a pen mustache. Okay, go, go on. She gets pulverized in the water, and this is where I have in my notes, good dead people. Oh, yeah. They got a bunch of good, like... Good makeup for yeah, the dead. Yeah, a good the fake... Well, those aren't the real people. So well, it's just like, like a, a plastic dummy. Yeah. Or a puppet, if you will. I guess. You know how I love puppets, guys. It's just silicone. silicone. Oh, is it silicone? Well, you know, I watch Face Off, and they do a lot of, like, silicone um, 
prosthetics. Yeah, prosthetics and stuff like that. So I think that's what it looked like to me. Which is cool. Yeah. My fave. It was good, yeah. It was a lot of good old-fashioned dummies and prosthetics and, and silicone. And makeup and the yeah. best stuff. Okay. It, looked, it looked great. Yeah. Um, I have this in my notes. How did Peter Coyote die? That was a little bit unclear to me. Oh, yeah. Where'd he go? I don't know. Like, did he get stuck in the door? Or later on this Oh, he, was... he got squished. Yeah, because he says it later. He got squished under the, one of the... Um, the doors, cl- closing I Closing chambers. Yeah. Or the... I guess pressure chambers yeah. or whatever. But the doors is closing and it closed right on his tum tum. Bye bye tum tum. Yeah, he did. Okay, so we start seeing the. Um, they're like seeing the giant squid on the beep 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 map. Uh, radar. Yeah, the radar. <laughs> also known as the beep beep beep. <laughs> so they start seeing. That there's a giant squid and they're like, get the fuck out of there because people are still in the water. And then that's, I think that's when they realize that Samuel L. Jackson is reading 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea. It's, uh, it's not yet, but yeah, I have that in my notes. It's like, Samuel Jackson's giving off some weird vibes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He starts acting really A little weird bit strange. After he comes out of the sphere. Yeah, because he, he uh, gains consciousness because mm-hmm. he was out for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so he comes back and he's kind of weird and like... So I, I, I say in my notes, he's giving off some HAL vibes from like 2001 A Space Odyssey, that, that computer that's like, hello, Dave, like real kind of calm. I need speaking. to watch that again because I haven't seen it in a long time. I feel like we should do it for the show. Yeah, we should. But it's like almost three hours long, so it's like a Sunday record. Okay. <laughs> um, but. So at first you think uh, Samuel Jackson is like kind of overtaken by the entity, mm-hmm. and then you he kind of makes it seem like maybe it's Sharon Stone that's taken over by the entity not that soon pretty soon after that why cuz like what part what cuz you- cuz when he's doing the whole how thing uh Dustin Hoffman is like are you okay like he's kind of like what's wrong with you and so then he he goes to like Sharon Stone and be like, "Hey, I don't think he's him, or he uh-huh. he's acting weird, so I don't trust him." Uh-huh. So then that's when Dustin Hoffman goes into the water for some reason. Uh-huh. I don't remember the reason, but he goes into the water and he's like, "Sharon Stone, I don't trust Samuel Jackson. Keep keep an eye on me over the video thing." And then he goes in the water and he gets attacked by that weird eel yeah, with yeah, the teeth. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then it's like. Sharon Stone, where are you? Why aren't you helping me? What are you doing? Sharon Stone, come here. <laughs> and she's like... She's all, later, I want to do, go do something. <laughs> I was busy, bitch. And then, so then Samuel Jackson's like, hey, you have to go here. And he's helping uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman. But he takes a while to help him. He's yeah. kind of just watching him struggle he, for a bit. He's still in that super calm helm. I was like, yeah. go here. What? Don't freak out. You've got oxygen. You just got to do this. So so then at this point is where I'm like, this movie is a lot like The Thing. You don't know who's who's the alien or who's the bad guy. And it's just like a lot of tension, which is good. Like, this is real cool. Like, it's like, all right, we're, we're, we're in the sweet spot. We're in the good zone. So you're just like, who is the good guy? Who's the bad guy? And throughout this whole, like, I want to say like a good 20 minute chunk, you don't know who is good or bad. Yeah, or so, causing problems. Yeah, or, yeah. So that that's pretty cool. So Dustin Hoffman got attacked by some weird eel, and 
he's super scared and freaked out. And then Sharon Stone comes in and is like, "Hey, these eels are only nocturnal. These these eels are nocturnal. That means they're only dangerous at night." That's but, not a thing. That's not what nocturnal means. It not just true. means they're like active sleep, at night. Yeah, like, and you sleep during the day. Yeah, but if they're awake during the day, they're still going to be dangerous. <laughs> it's not like hey, they're, they're like poison shuts off after. It's, it's not a fucking mogwai. <laughs> Like, if you get it wet after midnight, it's going to, like, fucking attack you. It's like, no. This thing is going to be poisonous. Maybe maybe there is something like that. We just don't know. We're not that smart, Carlos. We're not that smart, but (laughs) that's kind of ridiculous. Like, what kind of creature has some weird internal clock that knows when the poison is ready? Yeah. That's real. It was kind of a dumb line. But (sighs) maybe it is a thing, and we just don't know. Like, if it's a thing, write to us. (laughs) We're at face shuggers on social media. <laughs> we'll get a we'll get an email soon enough. Yeah. But yeah, let, let me know if that's a thing because I would love to know if that's a thing. That's amazing. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. So then um, we noticed that Samuel Jackson is reading Ten Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Twenty Thousand Leagues Under oh, the Sea. Oh my bags. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, and you kind of realize that he's manifesting the big giant squid out on the radar and you know in real life i guess whatever he's thinking is manifesting yeah and um dustin hoffman finds like a ton of books a ton of those books yeah and it all stops at page 87 which is where samuel jackson stopped reading apparently yeah because he got scared he was of, so scared and he hates squid he's so scared that he can't even eat squid apparently yeah he couldn't eat it and he can't he read it read it he can't eat it he can't read it <laughs> so so he realizes pretty soon like okay it's he's manifesting his fears so his fears not spears <laughs> So then... <laughs> oh, hey, hey guys, let's go to the, the fear sphere. It'll be fun. So they they figure out, it's like, oh, he he's, he's... Since he looked into the sphere and went into the sphere, he's affected by it. So he's creating all these, these uh, enemies or, you know, fears, and he's making them reality. Yeah, and then they realize, well then, I, the whole time I'm thinking, like, well, fuck, well, Dustin Hoffman also was seen by the sphere, yep. or sucked into it, yep. but they don't really realize that. Yeah. And then later on, they say Sharon Stone also went in the sphere, which we never see. We never saw that, but so, I guess it happened. I guess they all kind of got sucked into it. We could have missed it. Yeah. You know, we, we were kind of drinking, so. <laughs> But they all got sucked into it apparently at one point, and yeah. so, so a, Sharon, and then we know that it's feeding off all their fears yeah, so in she, different ways, and they're all blaming each other. Yes, yeah. And then Sharon Stone is like, "Hey, that thing I injected Samuel Jackson with, inject yourself, Dustin Hoffman. It's and feeding off injects, your fears." He injects him. She injects or him. Sharon Stone and Dustin Hoffman inject Samuel Jackson with a sleep. Aid, I guess, a dreamless it, sleep. It's aid. like an anesthesi- anesthetic. Yeah, but it's supposed to be a dreamless one. Yeah, so you're just knocked out and you're not like yeah. an artist. And they're they're trying to get to the craft to get back on top of water. Yeah. So this is where I asked Mandy a question. What's that? Question, Mandy. What fears would you manifest? Oh shit. Well, that's that is it. Underwater, being fucking stuck underwater. Really? That's fucking terrifying. 
I wouldn't want to be under there. Sharks definitely is my big one. Um, whales. I used to have nightmares about whales. Whales? Whales. Wow. Killer whales, to be exact. I would dream about them. Did you think they would, like, murder you or, like... No, I used to always have dreams that I was in the water with them and then they would, um... Churn on you? I would just be terrified of their presence. And they would either come close to me and i go f- swooshing in the water or, you know, like, they were just around and it was a deep, deep fear. I would wake up in cold sweats and freaked out. It was, it's a huge fear. Weird. I, I stopped having them, but I used to, it was a reoccurring dream that I would have many, get, many, many, many times. I guess it wasn't a whale of a time. <laughs> And then I read later that apparently means, like, you have this giant issue, like, this, it means you have this really big issue in your life that you can't overcome. Dang. And I guess I got over it because, uh, I don't have them anymore, so, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll cut this out, but let me ask you this. Were you married at the time? No, I was, I've been having these dreams since I was a child. Oh, weird. Huh. Yeah, since I was a kid all the way up until I was about 20. Hmm. Then they just stopped. So, two years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and if it was my fear, I'd just be, like, failing. <laughs> like, me failing all the time. <laughs> that would be your fear? I guess, yeah. Do you ever have any, um, you're not afraid of any, like, thing. Like, a certain thing. I mean, if a creep, like, not like specifically. A, yeah, creature like, or... Thing, yeah, like not. I don't. I don't have like an irrational fear of things. Like I don't like cockroaches, but like I'm not. I don't have a fear you're of not them. Terrified of them? No, because you know so, that like, you could kill them. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's this. It's the thing of like if I'm alone in my house, I'm gonna scream like a <laughs> like a high pitched scream. But like I've done it before, where like you know, like there's another person there, and they're more afraid of them than I am. Uh-huh. And I'll just be like, "It's fine." I'll just kind of yeah stop them. Deal like with it, it. Yeah, it, it's a weird. Like I'm not like I'm freaked out by them a little bit, but I, like you know, I, I can handle it. But failure is your big yeah. fear. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> this is psychology. It, 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 oh, it. it. <laughs> It comes from my childhood and being just like the no, only child. Yes. Well, no. It just it's being told you're doing it wrong so many times and being yelled at while you're told that. Yeah. It's like I don't want to. That's why I'm like so freaked out to do anything ever. Like. Yeah. It's like no, you're doing it wrong. What are you doing? Like you're just being criticized for being wrong. It's yeah. Like, it's not a good look, guys. Let me tell you. This is getting depressing. Okay. Yep. <laughs> hey, welcome to my life. <laughs> Where are we? Uh, so I guess uh, Sharon Stone and Dustin Hoffman kind of were in a relationship when they were like teacher and student. I guess he which just kind of fucked around with her while he was married. Well, he was married, but he he was either his student or his patient. And either way, that's like a fucked up situation. Yeah. Like, don't date your students or your patients. Yes. Let's not do that. Let's, let's not. <laughs> Look, I get it. Whatever. But, so then, like, they kind of hold hands, and, like, I don't know. They call each other babe or something? Do they? Like, I'll look after you, babe, or something. I don't... Oh, like, I don't it's know. a weird, like, they kiss at some point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you don't... You don't... They, there's no call... You don't need that. Yeah. Like, you're just kind of overdone. 
Okay, so my question to you is, well, not, I mean, just a question in general, is, is it an alien, do you think that it's supposed to be an alien that feeds off of people's fears? Off of people's fears? Is that what the whole thing is? I don't know if it feeds off of it, but it reacts to it. So, but isn't it an alien movie? I think so. Well, it goes off into space. Again. Right, because it flies up into space. <laughs> With really bad CGI. <laughs> <laughs> I but, didn't mind it. No, it's fine. Whatever. It's, it's the it best wasn't kind. great. but It's the good kind because it's just kind of. Whatever. <laughs> mm. Okay. Some problems Carlos that. isn't happy. With that last bit. Like, everything else is. Like, I get the sphere. It was like. It wasn't that great, but oh, it's fine. Well, at the end, they're basically saying, yes, it's an alien. Yeah, because it goes back in his. I need to go back to my home planet. But I don't get what the actual alien was. It's. Well, I feel like that's kind of cool, in a sense, because it's like an undescribable alien. Because we don't see it, and we don't. Yeah, there's no, like creature like it's all kind of mental yeah which is a good idea it's a good good idea like i feel like that's cool like it's just this gold sphere it's a gold sphere that takes you into it and then feeds off your fears Mm -hmm. and makes you go crazy and kill yourself somehow god that stupid pun of sphere and fear is like (laughs) hammered like i i didn't even realize it till right now yeah you say sphere god I okay. fucking hate you, writers. God. <laughs> okay, so uh, another theory of mine is that we are the aliens because, like, maybe it's us from the future because, you know, there's that whole timeline. Yeah. And it just reminded me of Days Confusing. He's like, we're the aliens, man. <laughs> the great sci-fi movie, Dazed and Confused. <laughs> We are the aliens. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that is the whole thing. But then what does that have to do with our fears? Like, Mr. Why does... We are the weirdos. <laughs> why does that play into it? I feel like... Do you think that maybe maybe we are the aliens do in we... real life? Like, maybe it's us coming back. Maybe, maybe it's us coming back to check on us idiots. <laughs> And they're like, they're still not advanced enough. They're just morons. <laughs> Do you think that that could be it? Maybe. Like, that's what all these sightings are? It's just us from the future? I get... In this movie, maybe. I just... Okay, I, but in real life. I don't... No, the, I don't... We're, we're what? On our fourth episode with a mini-sode ahead of us? Uh-huh. All of these movies, like, posit that, like, the thing that makes us us is our emotions. Uh-huh. And like aliens can't handle our emotions. Like, yeah, we're too look, much, bro. Guys, I can barely handle my emotions. <laughs> so I get it. We're hot messes. Yeah, fuck, man. Especially <laughs> me. Hot mess express. <laughs> That's curly toes. Ugh, God, don't. Hey, don't start calling. <laughs> Do not start calling me that, listeners. Um, All two of you. Oh, another thing was one of my favorite lines is when. Okay, so there's, at the end there, it's Dustin Hoffman, Sharon Stone, and Samuel L. Jackson, and they are trying to get back to um, the, I guess, the um, little escape submarine, or yeah. what is it called? The, like the a, little Steve Zizou pod. Yeah, so they're trying to get back to it so that they can, you know, escape. And, but they're, in their minds, 
They're seeing other things. They're seeing other things because they're still it's still playing off their fears. Mm-hmm. So they're like afraid that they're back in the ship in the spaceship, but they're actually in the pod. And so you, it keeps flashing from the pod to the spaceship, and where they're running around the spaceship, but they're actually in the pod. Yeah. And it's I like that scene. I like that it was that kind of like. Where are they? Like, you don't really yeah, get it, where they are, or... It was pretty good visually of telling us, like, we don't know where we are. Like, yeah. the 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 Yeah, the CGI wasn't bad. The transitions weren't bad. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. And Dustin Hoffman's doing his, oh, where are we? Guys, guys, we're in the yeah. ship. We're in the ship. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, he's, like, freaking out. And then when he finally is, like, guys, we're in the we're in the pod, and he, he finally hits the button, and he says... What does Samuel Jackson say? Something about like something about God, and he's like, "I'm an atheist, but I'm flexible." Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dustin, Dustin Hoffman says that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Samuel Jackson says something about God. Do you believe in God? Oh, do you believe in God? And then he's like, "I'm an atheist, but I'm flexible." And that's like my favorite line. <laughs> that's a really good line. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd be because like, that's like uh, me too. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'll believe what I see. <laughs> Whatever. Seeing is believing. I'm going to hell otherwise. Basically. So, um, where are you at? What uh, do you think? Yeah, so then they get, like, kind of quarantined by the Navy or whatever military force that is. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they're just, like, in a room, and they're like, hey, they're coming to, like, interrogate us, and we need to figure out what our story is going to be. Yeah, because all these people are dead, yeah. and how are they going to get out of this mess, Yeah, basically? like, they know about the sphere, they, there's a bunch of dead people. They have all the info. So then they just kind of choose to forget it. And, so this movie, time travel's always confusing, for the most part. Yeah. Some movies do it better than others. I feel like Bill and Ted does it really well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, like, those rules kind of stick. <laughs> but this movie is kind of like... Um, maybe it's because I was drinking, but, like, it doesn't make 100% sense to me. Mm, uh, yeah, because they, they don't explain too much. Yeah, it's kind of vague, which I guess is kind of better because then we don't get all these info dumps of, like, blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. this is blah, Because, you know, that, kinda, kinda, that's that gets kind of boring It kind of makes you think for yourself. Yeah. So then they're just like... Question <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go on. <laughs> So then they're just like, yeah, let's forget. And apparently they do this by holding hands like the goddamn Care Bears. <laughs> and they choose to forget it. Yeah. And then so this leads the sphere to leave the fucking ocean. And it's like, Wee! Blast off into space! <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes through, like, you see it go through, like, I guess, what, black holes and stuff. And it's yeah. like, you know, the typical, like, going through... It's like Space. hyperdrive in Star Wars. Yeah, so yeah. it's whatever that means. It's but like, it's just going. It's like that screensaver. Yeah. From the nineties. Like you're you're going into deep space, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mind it, but Carl thinks it looked lame. It looked kind of lame. I don't. What are you gonna expect? Whatever. It was the ninety-eight. It's fine. I just you know whatever. <laughs> I didn't mind it, but um, so that well, that see that that's the thing is like it tells you it's basically saying yes it is from outer space maybe it's not human it's not a humanoid alien but it's a it's a it's an alternate life form yeah which so i guess maybe if it okay say it is an alien or it was an alien it was here to drive people crazy and kill off kill off people who were getting close to it 
Why would it be down there for so long? Because it was down there from, what, they said 300 years. Well, it's stuck in the spaceship. But why did... How did they break that? I don't know. They never even, like, explained the ship. Like, it left without the ship. What the fuck? Yeah, it just was inside the ship. (laughs) Peace out, guys! (laughs) So was that the alien? I thought... The sphere is the alien. Is an alien. But wait, why does that thing need a ship then? Yeah, you that's just... what I'm confused about. What the fuck, movie? <laughs> what the fuck? The sphere is inside a spaceship. Or well, maybe the sphere came down and and because there are other humans on that space because that is a human space. So maybe ship. Did it travel through time? That's the thing. That's the whole thing. Because it had all those time stamps, like, from 40... What did it say? 48. Yeah. I mean, we don't even know if that's, like, 2048, like they were thinking. The future or the past. Like, yeah. Like, that's it could be, thing. like, 3048, honestly. Huh. So... I don't know. So, time travel is exhausting. Yeah. It's super confusing, and I... But I, I'm into it. It's fine. I don't... I don't need that. I just explain. don't know that this was supposed to be an alien movie, even though I guess it is technically an yeah. alien movie because we still don't know. It's unknown. It's, a, it's an alien life. Like, it's a it's an alternate creature. It's, yeah. It is a life form. I just don't know what it was doing here. Yeah. I guess it was just to drive people crazy and it, make them die. It didn't really probe. <laughs> it, probed, it probed our minds. Yeah. It didn't do anything, though. No. It didn't make an impact on the world. Yeah. Well, in the it, movie. Yeah. As far as alien creatures go, this goes pretty low on the list. Yeah. Last week's faculty bugs were kind of cooler. Yeah. Well, I guess... But this is more of an idea, though. Like, it's a weird, like... I think... I'll give it points for that. Yeah, because it made you think, like... Well, to me, it was like, oh, shit, are we the aliens? That's what... That's what I... (laughs) Mandy's really high right now. (laughs) Are we the aliens? (laughs) (laughs) That's what it made me think. Like, we're the aliens, we're coming from the future, and, but I don't know why we'd, we'd want to feed off our fears and fears make, are disgusting. Us, make, us, mine. make us die. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I don't know. What do you take away from this movie, Carlos? <laughs> Dustin Hoffman is boring in sci-fi movies. <laughs> Yeah, I Honestly. guess. It's kind of lame. I take away from this movie that the human mind is a terrible thing in general. Yeah. Because, man, we're fucked up, dude. Yeah, we got we too many. We are fucked up. We got problems. We got too many emotions. We, for real. I, get, I told I get you. sad at the turn of a hat. <laughs> I told you that, you know, um, what's that movie that we just saw? The Faculty? <laughs> no. Oh, uh, 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 Invasion uh, of the Body Snatchers uh-huh. is the way to go. That's 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 my tip. My ideal life. Emotionless. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to think. Just go out your day. Bye bye. <laughs> See you on the podcast. <laughs> okay, so I guess that's the end of our little review. So I mean, I guess what's your final take? Like, do you give it how many stars? Do you give it one through five? <laughs> uh. Three, I guess, two and a half. Very middle, kind of the road, kind of a movie. Like, I don't know. Maybe surrounding, like, maybe if you like super focused on it, it would be better. But I felt like maybe the environment today wasn't conductive to this movie for me. 
Okay. Like, I don't know. It, Dustin Hoffman really kind of bothered me in the role. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see that, because he was kind of boring. He was very boring. He just kind of very monotone and, like... I don't know if it was a character choice or what, because I, I don't hate, like, I, I was like, during the movie, I was like, do I hate Dustin Hoffman? I was like, <laughs> no, I like him in other movies. It's just, he's not fit for this kind of movie, I feel like. it. I, I, I'm i glad he, he took a risk, but it didn't work for me. Um, Samuel Jackson is fucking bringing it, I feel like. He's like the MVP of this movie for yeah. me. Yeah. Sharon Stone didn't do bad. No, she's pretty good. Like, he's second, she's second uh, ranked for me. Like, yeah. He did pretty good. And, you know, the effects aren't terrible. Lee Schreiber is great. Oh, yeah. He was good. Yeah. I like and him. you kind of almost forget that he's in it. Yeah. And this is before he was, like, bigger than he is now. Yeah. So, you know, watch it if it's available. But I, it's we, a little bit too long. Yeah, it was kind of long. Like, I felt like if we didn't have that giant pause in the middle, like, maybe we'd kind of be dying. Because mm-hmm. when I came back, I was more energized, and I was yeah. like, "All right, let's let's do this, let's go." Yeah. And but yeah, but like when we paused it in the beginning, in the first half, I was like, "There's another fucking fifty minutes yeah, of this." Like, how I long? can't yeah. sit through another hour of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that hour, that last hour flew by. So yeah. you know, I don't know. It just kind of made me sad because I feel like when I first saw it, I really liked it, and watching it now, I'm just like, "Oh God, it wasn't that great." Like, but I think that's just, we didn't have that many great movies then. <laughs> or, and there, there could I be think so many different. I think for the time, I felt like, oh, it's a high tech movie. Like it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. And I was like, oh, it's so cool. And I just liked sci-fi. So anything sci-fi was cool to me. Yeah. And I liked the concept and all that. But now, looking back, I'm like, well, it wasn't that great. Yeah. But I still like the the way it makes you think about alien life and yeah, and time travel and whatnot. Here, yeah. Well, that's my main thing. So, like, I compared it to like the thing in like uh, 2001: Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's trying to be that, but it doesn't hit it. Like, it's kind of trying to be super cerebral and like uh-huh. makes you think, but it doesn't quite get there for me. Yeah. And that's kind of... That's what she said. (laughs) We're so hilarious. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. Watch it if you want, but you're not missing out if you don't watch it. Yeah, I guess you don't have to, but... I mean, why not? If you're bored, do it. If you want a drinking game... Every time they say sphere. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Drink it. That's how you do it. Yeah. Do that. All right. Amanda, what's on tap for next week? Next week, we're going to do a Netflix or a movie that's on Netflix right now so y'all can find it easier. Um, the Host with Shersha Ronan and Diane Kruger. Um, I don't know any of these other actors or actresses in it. They're the two main people, but um, we just kind of came across it and it's got. Good ratings, sort yeah. of. Now, there is another movie called The Host. It's a Korean movie. And it does have an alien. But it's a different movie. So yeah. if it's got Korean people, it's not the one we're going to watch. <laughs> yeah. We're watching The Host, made in 2013. And it's with Shersha. It's got Lady Bird. It's the one that her name is spelled S-A-O-I-R-S-E. She's Hannah. And like, yeah. She came out in Hannah. She's a really cool actress. 
Um, and but it's pronounced Shersha, which mm-hmm. I love, by the way. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a whole SNL skit about it. Is there? I yeah. didn't see it. When there. she hosted, they did a whole song and thing. It's like Shersha with a. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I like her. She's adorable, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I love Diane Kruger. She's always good. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Hopefully y'all can watch this next movie before we get to it. And so y'all can kind of know what we're talking about when we're talking shit. Yeah. We might do a mini episode starring uh, Natalie Portman. It's her new movie, Annihilation. Um, Uh We're going to watch it next week. It seems cool. I'm assuming it's an alien movie. There's aliens for sure. I don't know. Yeah, they call it the glimmer or something. Okay. So I, I'm pretty sure it's aliens. Yeah, so I don't know if it's going to be a full episode. We might just do a little quick yeah, review we on it. We don't really want to ruin it for you since it's still a new movie. Yeah, it's a new movie. So I don't want to like fucking spoil This movie is yeah. like fucking 20 years old, so we'll we don't care. We'll just tell you whether we like it or not. And... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll bring up some cool stuff and I'll gush over Natalie Portman because <laughs> she's one of my babes. <laughs> yep. So she's one of my fake girlfriends. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day, Natalie Portman. So yeah, uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, follow us on face ch- at face chuggers on all the things. All the things. Follow me on everything as at Zombu Studios, the O M B U Studio. Um, also worship zine. Oh yeah, I make a zine, and I have a book club. <laughs> that? and that's me pausing for time, and Try, trying to think of things. You can just follow us at Face Chuggers, and I'll be there. Mandy does our I'll social media. Be there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing. I, I said nothing. We've had too many drinks. Okay, uh, well, we are yeah. donezo. We're tired and. This was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Even though it was kind of a long process. <laughs> For, this took forever. We started at six. It's fucking midnight. Yeah, because Jesus Christ. Yeah, this was a this was a tough day to get through. Wow. <laughs> Fuck, man. Holy well, shit. Well, we do it for you. We do it for you. <laughs> Everything I do. I do it for you. <laughs> All right, we're drunk. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Are you recording? We're almost done recording. Are you recording right now? Yes. But we're going to end it right now. They can hear me? Yeah. That's weird. I'm going to edit it out.